Hi everybody, it's time for Drink With Me with American Whiskey Jesus. This is the first Drink With Me that we're doing and I'm here with my good friend Merdina Flummery. Hey! And we're, and we're, drinking, <laughs> and we're drinking whiskey and the, again, the whole idea of Drink With Me is I tell you well in advance what whiskey we're going to be drinking then you can go get it. And then while we're drinking it, because we're literally looking at an unopened bottle that we're going to open and drink, we're going to talk about it. You can drink it. You can talk about it. We can't hear you, but you can talk about it. Yeah, sure. Say whatever you want about it. And for you, sitting there at home drinking while we're drinking, it's almost like you have friends to yeah. drink with because we'll be your friends. That's right. We're your friends. Podcast friends. Okay, so, uh, so Mardina, okay, so we're here now. And uh, you, again, I know no one can see this except us. But we're drinking Glenn Farkless's Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey 12 years. There's there's a whole aged range. It goes 12, I think it was 15, 18. It goes up. They, they keep aging them forever. Well, and the reason I agreed to do this, uh, well, there are two reasons. One is I want to learn more about whiskey. I know I like to drink it. Um, That's true. But I don't necessarily know enough about why it's important, where it's from, what the heck the right. 12 years versus 10 years right. versus whatever. Why, why should I care? Why should you care? And then the main reason I'm here is because I'm just going to drink some whiskey for free. That's right. With um, me, with American, with American whiskey, whiskey Jesus. Jesus. Uh, so okay, we're opening the bottle. If you hear me moving something around, yeah. something sounds weird. That's the me taking the oil. The foil is off. coming off. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to we're going to do a little palate cleansing because I know that you just brushed your teeth. All right. Your choices are okay. coffee beans, just straight espresso beans. Okay. Or dark chocolate. Although this is Hershey's special dark. And and I'm a spe- special I'm a dark. special girl. <laughs> so I'm going to have some of this special dark. And so so you okay, this is interesting. I'm already learning something. So I should be cleansing my palate. Well, well I mean in my case, I maybe wouldn't eat the nut that there's nuts. Well, I'm going to avoid right. the nut. In my case, I just ate a bunch of honey mustard pretzel mm-hmm. pieces. Mhm. So that doesn't really go well with any whiskey as mm-hmm. far as I know. And toothpaste doesn't go well with any. Toothpaste is uh no. That's mm-hmm. true. All right, I'm gonna, you know, coffee beans. Eh, you know, I mean, Hershey's special drug. It's not that special, to be honest. Well, just I mean, like, who are you trying to sell? You know, fool. Just, yeah, just Hershey's. Sho- shove it in there. You know. And now, sometimes I, another I, thing I've seen is um, if you go to a, a fancy schmancy department store mm-hmm. and the perfume counters, they'll have they espresso just beans. Blast you in the face with it. That and in between perfume blasts. They'll have a dish of espresso beans for you to just sniff. Just bury your nose in there. What's up? What's that for? To cleanse your nose palate. Oh. I see. All right. Well, my nose palate is, cl- <laughs> is clear now. All right. Um, all right. So I'm pretty excited. We have a little. So I think probably yeah. we'll put a little water in it as we go. We've got and a little cup of water. It's just, it's no, no big deal. Just water. If you want to be cool like American yeah. Whiskey Jesus at yeah. home, we have a cup of water with a like scientific. Um, it's a pipette. Pipette. Eye but it's like a science thing. dropper. So you can drop a drop of water at a time. Or how much ever you want. This is cool. Okay, before we get started, I yeah. want to say one of the main important things about American Whiskey Jesus mm-hmm. and the American Whiskey Jesus verse mm-hmm. is that this is all about you enjoying whiskey however you want it. So if you want to put a whole bunch of ice in it, whatever. Okay. If you want to put Kool-Aid in it, I don't care as long as you like it. But okay. I'm just saying this is how I think many people will enjoy it. Right. Well, one of the things I like about your approach to whiskey is that it's about helping people find what they like, That's right. how they like it. You are not snooty about it. Not at all. I'm yeah. the opposite of snooty. Okay. I'm... What is the opposite of snooty? I don't know. Um, 
Me either. Rudy Tootie. Yeah, Rudy Tootie. I think it's Rudy Tootie. <laughs> All right, Mordina, you ready? Right. Yes, I'm ready. Okay, so the, so we're going to take this a little bit at a time, and, mm-hmm. and I suggest you do the same thing. So let me tell you about Glenfire. I've actually been to this distillery in, in Scotland. Oh, cool. Okay. So uh, it's one of the only independent distillers still out there. So most of the great distillers that you know are owned by giant companies like Diageo and these other you know, like Seagram's and stuff like that. Oh, but Glen sure. is still family owned. So that's kind of interesting. So the first thing we're going to do is let's open it. Okay. And then we're just going to sniff. No, we're not going to sniff the well, bottle. That was a nice sound. Sniff the bottle. You want to do it again? Yeah, do that again. All right, let me make sure I'm not talking over that. It sounds good. It's great. All right. You want to smell it? Yeah. Okay. Everybody, it's, you may... It's very mild. Very mild. It's not like a super strong alcohol in my face. Or your nose. My, my nose palate. It's and very gentle on my old. nose palate. Smells great. Okay. So uh, I'll tell you something else about Glen Farkless because it's kind of a good learning item for whiskey in general. Mm. Glen Farkless really puts a lot of emphasis on and is famous for and will be most loved by people who like whiskey that's been heavily sherried. Okay. So should I explain that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking sherry. I'm thinking a sweet wine. Exactly. Okay. Sherry is a sweet wine. And so what that means is not that wine is added to it. What it means is after the whiskey's been made, Mm -hmm. it gets put into barrels that previously held sherry in them. I see. And so when whiskey lives in a barrel that's had something else in it before, Mm -hmm. it really takes on... So when you, uh, if you, if you smell, we still haven't had, by the way, we still haven't had any, anything to drink, so right. be patient. So if you smell it, okay. you can just smell a little grapiness in that if you're, okay. right? Can you smell yeah, the grapiness I think, in that? Uh, yeah, maybe. The sweetness is very clear when you taste it. Okay, interesting. All right, so Glen Farkless, um, famous for sherried whiskeys. And what's interesting for, uh, for me is that's not really my favorite favorite, but mm. what I say is like a lot of people like sh- sherried whiskeys, and this is one that I think is done brilliantly. It's really, okay. really good. So, all right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Right, we're just gonna, um, we're gonna just. I have these glasses. These are from Cardu, which is a distillery that's not far from Glen Farkless, and it's a similar kind of place. So I thought these would be good, good glasses for us. It's it's nice. It's like a little four ounce, maybe. It's a wee dram. We're gonna have a wee dram to begin with. Just a nice little glass. We're not yeah. pouring four ounces of whiskey. No, it's no. like a four ounce glass. He just he's just pouring just like a centimeter. It's just enough to cover the whole bottom. All right. All right. Okay. All right, so here we go. We'll, there we go. All right. Oh, and oh. in Scottish, schlantava. Okay, I can't, I can't say Schlantar. that. Schlantava. Okay, right. we'll do it again. All right, so now smell it. All right. So at the risk of, of sounding maybe unappetizing, yeah. to me, the smell of, of heavily sherried whiskey has a little, it smells a tiny bit sweaty. Oh, sweaty. It smells wow. a little sweaty to me. But, but nobody else smells that except I, I'm just weird. I but think. it smells good. It it does it's smell like good. Good sweat. It, <laughs> like when you just had a really good workout or yeah, I don't, I don't know. know, I don't you know, know man. something else. Okay, you do just we, use your imagination. Damn it, can we drink it yet or what? Yeah, I definitely okay. think we should. All right, all right, all right. so we're we're about to taste it. All right. Everybody, sm- you know, smell that. Did, it, you if you, smell- did you all smell it? Did you smell all it. let your nose palate in on it? All right. How many I don't, how many times in life do you just say smell <laughs> it, smell it? All right, now drink it. Drink it. Oh, that's great. That is really good. That is really good. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not even like a major sherry whiskey guy, but that I is I don't know, though. I kind of feel excellent. like anybody would like this. Yeah, that's just excellent work right there. Mm. Okay, now what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a little, just a little okay. water in it. Now, the thing about water and whiskey is that 
people put all kinds of things in whiskey. People, you know, have their their whiskey over over the rocks. They do all kinds, and I do too. I, I'm not a purist at all, but there's a, an actual chemical change that that overcomes uh, that that takes place when you put water in whiskey. Oh, you're Is kidding! It, no, I have it actually, no idea. It actually okay. it's not just that it's diluted. There's actually a chemical reaction, like some of the oils and things that exist wow. in the whis- whiskey change their their composition a little bit. And I'm not doing science on this with you. I'm just saying, wow. you know. Someday you'll have to have a scientist on instead of me. I mean, then you can talk whiskey science. Whiskey science. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> All right. So I would just like, okay. Give so that should I add? If you want to. Okay. I yeah. I'm I'm really curious. I think you now. should. I, I think it. And so then, would ice do the same thing? Yes. Eventually. Yeah, ice would do the same thing, but it would also have the effect of the of lowering the temperature, obviously. Right, which so it, makes it seem less alcoholic. That's true. Don't well, you think? Yeah, I mean, it, it's the kind of thing that just makes it for some people it just makes it way more drinkable. But yeah. it's doing both the yeah. diluting and the um, and the in, you know the encoldening, which I think is the technical term. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Ask your scientist. Yeah. Um, so I put like five drops of water in mine. Is yeah. that ridiculous? I think it's fine. Does that's that fine. Sound? It, it, okay. it really doesn't. It's fine. Give it, you know, leave it like, you know, give it 20 or 30 seconds. Yeah, I've been sort of swirling it. I don't know if that does anything, but I'm doing it. It looks cool. Yeah, well, it looks like like something. So now we're leaning back and we're swirling. You've seen that picture of Don Draper on the thing where he's doing this this action with the glass in his hand? That's just None of you can see that. Yeah, just imagine it. Whiskey Jesus (laughs) is just leaning back and swirling. Obviously, it's cool. All right, I'm going to taste this with a little wata. Is it different? It's a little different. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. So here's one thing that mm-hmm. Merdina that I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about. T- you want more whiskey? You have nothing in there but water now. No, I, I don't know. By I'm the way, I'm playing. way behind Merdina in terms of. <laughs> what was I not supposed to? Drink no, you can the drink as much thing? as you want. We have a whole bottle. <laughs> All right. So you want more? I think you just yeah, need I think more. Clearly, obviously. I need a little more. All right. Thanks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know. There we go. Thanks. All okay. right. This is gonna get. Um, more and more serious as we go. Okay. <clears throat> so you were going to give me some... Ta- well, no. Okay, let's talk about tasting notes. Tasting notes. Tasting notes. Right. Like, is it is it redolent of blackberries and old leather and your father's trunk of his car? Right? Well, I mean, no, well, he had a motorcycle, so <laughs> no, there's no trunk. It, okay, so tasting notes to me are like... Um, is bullshit too strong a word? <laughs> you, you don't want one of the tasting notes to be bullshit. <laughs> or any, really. Any, anything related to a bull or shit, I think, is right out. Um, but, but also, I, I guess, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to stick to my, to my philosophy here, which is that, hey, you know what? If you taste turpentine and lavender and ham sandwich, <laughs> I can't say you don't. How do I know you don't? Maybe you do. So... Okay, and this is this is something I've been thinking about. When I go to buy wine, yep. I'll be reading the labels at Trader Joe's, and it says 9 out of 10 or 9.5 rating. First of all, I don't know what that means. Right. And if they think it's 9.5, does that mean has it's there, good? Has there ever been a 1? Right, exactly. Have you ever seen a 1 on the shelf? They oh. all seem to be 9 point something. Right. Then they will have the tasting notes, and it will say things like vanilla, oak, and blackberry, or I don't know. Let's actually find pull, pull an example. Pull some up because tasting notes. I I read those avidly as if I'm going to learn something, and then after a while I give up and I pick a whiskey based on basically price, 
and right. how pretty the label is. Solid thinking when it comes to wine in the sense that I can't help you any better than that, but I can help you when it comes to whiskey. So that's okay. my thing. So, okay. that, so that's my thing. Um, so do people do tasting notes with whiskey to the degree no, no. that they do it with wine? A hundred percent. Okay. Uh, and, and okay, that's interesting. So whiskey tasting whiskey notes. Whiskey tasting notes. They, mm. they do them and that, to me they're just as baffling. So okay. here's an example of a wine tasting note. Touch of new wood on the nose, ripe melony fruit, slightly exotic. Is that like, are they wearing a boa or <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about? Stylish and very expressive. Oh my gosh. That's because they were wearing a pocket square. <laughs> Fine floral honeysuckle fruit on the palate with hazelnut overtones. Now see, I feel like these, to me, these are like horoscopes. If you hand me a drink and tell me, Merdina, this tastes like vanilla and sensuality, yeah. I'm going to be like... <laughs> and regret. Uh, and regret. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sensuality followed by regret, <laughs> as is so often the case. I'm going to, maybe if I'm in a suggestive mood, I'm going to say, oh, yeah, sure, vanilla, yeah, sensuality, okay. Regret, yeah, regret, I can see that. Absolutely, this is a stylish, pert little wine. <laughs> but if I... Jujun, do you think anyone's ever described wine as jujun? <laughs> All the time. And if I'm trying, but if, but if I'm trying to choose a wine or I'm trying to tell you why I like it or don't like it, are those descriptors really useful? I don't think They're so. They're not to me, and here's why. Like, if you ever go to a restaurant, I, I want anyone who's listening to think about this. You're in the restaurant, and the wait, waiter comes over, waitress comes over, and they and they say, oh, and they're specials. Yeah, I don't like hearing the specials. I don't, I think in general, I, I don't I thought either. I was the only one who didn't like the specials. I think what they should say if they're specials is, and the specials are steak and also a fish thing. That would be fine, but and no. And then you're like, okay. The nicer the restaurant, the longer the waiter will stand there listing ingredients and adjectives right. until my mind is just a muddle and I have this thing where I have to act interested and polite. I don't even really like seafood. So he might be describing four or five seafood dishes and nodding. I will make eye contact and, not, and nod and make yummy noises. Mmm. Because I want him to feel good about himself. So here's what you do next time, Merdina. <laughs> yeah. Next time, especially because I know you don't like seafood. Yeah. The next time the waiter's doing an extended description of a seafood special, just put your arms up in the air. Don't say anything. <laughs> just take you, both of your arms and just stick them straight up in the air. And with nothing else. Just, just that's that. it. Just, just your arms straight up in the air. I'm just sitting there like and touchdown. he's talking. We're like, both, like touchdown. We're both doing this. Yeah, Please. That's right. You at put, home, put join your arms us. In the air. Put your arms in the air. That's right. And if you see someone doing this in a restaurant, you'll know that they're, you know, they're in. That's it. now the sign for American for, Whiskey Jesus podcast. Arms in the arms air. Arms in the air. Solidarity. That's right. So, and here's my problem with the spe because it's like, oh, oh, uh, well, it's a. I can't even. I can't even think of these things. It'll be. It's a grass-fed shank of lamb with the crust of Turn, rye yeah. bread crust seasoned with. Layered with turnip juice and and, a, and there's and there's a cup of root soup and and then and 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 after the, about the second flavor, if you say lamb and some kind of sauce, lamb and you know a barbecue sauce, I don't yeah, know. okay, that I can then, handle. Okay, I'm with you. Right. And then maybe there's some salt on that. Presumably, but, or then, something. No, but that's not how it but works. They list 8, 10, 12 flavors, that's ingredients. Right. It's too much. My brain goes fuzzy. No, I can't. And I, I just want it to be over. I can't follow it. So you're telling me whiskey tasting notes but are they're, similar. They're kind of similar. I right. mean, so again, I know that some people mm -hmm. can taste in real precision. What I was thinking would be more useful is 
It's more like Amazon recommendations where if you like this kind of whiskey, mm. you'll like that kind of whiskey. So that's why I said that's okay. why I said with Glen Farkless, if you like sherried whiskeys, and by the way, some of those popular ones, the McAllen, for example. I like McAllen. Um Glenlivet. I like Glenfiddich. I like Glenfiddich. Right. Those are all sherry oriented whiskeys. Right. And they all actually are from the space side. We'll talk about that another okay. time. Well, this um, is helpful for me because right? so then you know that you're in the ballpark. Okay, because if I'm if I'm choosing a whiskey at a mm-hmm. bar or in a store, and I'm thinking, well, this has a Scottish name. Right. I know I liked a Scottish whiskey last right. time, right. so I'll get that. Yep. But what you're saying is, sure, that might work, but it might be more useful to know I like a sherried whiskey. Absolutely. If you can ah. go, if you can go to like the liquor store and say, mm. I'm really into sherried whiskeys. I, you know, I, I like the Macallan, and and you can say that's a characteristic of the Macallan. A good Whiskey. I'm not sure what the word is for the guy. Sommelier. Let's call. Let's. We let's, need a Scottish word for. Well, sommelier. I think we should call him the whisketeer. Ah, oh, yeah. And we'll work on that. Okay. No, that I wasn't love great. It. But the whisketeer. The whisketeer. He ought to be able to say, "Oh well, if you like a sherried whiskey, a, sher- a sherried scotch, here are some, you know, like several good examples." I see, and I like what you said that if you knew you liked such and such whiskey, yeah. it's going to help you choose, like mm-hmm. um, Amazon recommends. So, for example. Mm-hmm. Many, many people like Glenlivet because it's a very big brand. Right. It's it's ubiquitous. You it's can get that yeah, at a bar. About, it's easy to Just about order. anywhere. Yeah. It's easy to pronounce, too. That's important. It is. Yeah. And then a lot of people, and and this is one of these brands that people think of as being kind of aspirational, is, is McAllen, which they do a great job. Whiskey Jesus is pouring me number three well, as we Well, it's speak. all one, though, really. Hit me. Okay. Hit me, Mardina. Okay. Water? I need a little water. One, I need a little water. Two, three, four. Five. I'm that's okay. Okay, that that's the perfect number, whatever that number was. If if you like those, what I'm saying is Glenn Farkless is one that's done kind of differently. It's done it literally is done um in, in a family environment. Okay. It, they're they're right at the bottom of a hill. It's beautiful. Glenn Farkless. By the way, Glenn Yeah is a, a Scottish word means valley. Oh nice. Yeah. Okay, so I'm getting a little information yeah. there about where they are making this whiskey. They're near the Spey River in the Speyside area, so there's, 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 you can't swing a cat without hitting a distillery in this area. Now, now, it's made out of a grain. Yes, it is. Does it matter where the grain is grown? It, is it the water that's important? So it's both. Okay. But the, interestingly, the grain is often from elsewhere. So some of, of the distilleries actually put some stock in the fact that their grain is from where they're from, but many don't. So Glenn Farkless and many others in the space side, they buy their grain actually from the same place. So the barley, it's barley. Barley. So I, I think, I think Glenn Farkless is 100% barley. And they're buying their barley from... Somewhere in Scotland. Somewhere in Scotland. Yeah. In vast... Farms. Like... Truckloads full. So, if you have several distilleries that are all using more mm-hmm. or less the same Scottish barley, yes. then the differentiation is going to be the water. The water makes a difference. Sure. And then the recipe well, method. Well, I mean, it, so it has a lot to do with the um, where it, how it's casked, right? So, okay. what kind of barrels it sits in? Okay. How long it sits in those barrels, and a whole bunch of other things. Like, there's. All, little tweaks to the process of distilling it that can make a difference to the taste. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, so all the, and that's the crazy thing about, if you take scotch as an example, it's predominantly barley. Okay. And water, that's pretty much it. What, what is barley? Like, do people, do people eat barley? I think so. 
I think you could make like. You don't hear like people talk. I, I just mean, ate a barley cookie yesterday. Okay then. True. I lied. <laughs> you to- I totally believe you. You're like you. yeah, fine. Whatever. I'm like you went to Whole Foods. You had a barley cookie. It's probably. I'm going to go out looking for barley because you have your oatmeal. Right. You have your quinoa. Right. Obviously wheat. But right. Barley. Corn. Corn. Barley. Okay. Barley is whiskey. Barley is a grain that grows well in uh, in cold climates. That's why it's the natural grain for whiskey in Scotland and Ireland because okay. it grows pretty well, you know, in cold climates. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. okay. So it's mostly barley, and then um, the other thing. Oh, I was going to tell you in Glen at Glen Farkless. Yeah. They have a lot of uh, there's some interesting quirks about the place mm-hmm. because it hasn't been uh, kind of corporatized. Right, you said it's family yeah. owned, and how old is this place? They've been there since I, I would say at least. I mean, you know, I should have done my research, but really, it's all about the. Um, well, you can add it in the uh, written part I, later. I, I could look it up right now, okay. but it, it's been around for at least a hundred years. And you told me Glen means valley. Glen means valley. So I'm picturing so, this very green, yeah. damp valley. You can look, see, check it out. And then, oh, Hold okay. On. So Here I is. recommend to everybody. Glenfarkless.com. Glenfarkless.com. Take a look. So you can look along with us. You're drinking. See, look, look, look. You're looking. There's oh, the, there's the Glen. that's just beautiful. A rare sunny day in Scotland, I imagine, that they See, filmed this with their drone. It, it's, it is a, an awesome place. Okay. So I'm super jealous because Whiskey Jesus went on this fantastic whiskey vacation without me whatever even though i'm merdina i'm as scottish as they come he went on this whiskey vacation uh, a while back and toured distilleries and drove very badly i imagine around the countryside taxis sure um (laughs) we really did tasting whiskey and visiting these distilleries i'm super jealous i've always wanted to go to scotland i am actually of scottish origin you can tell by her name you can tell by my name and my accent I would love to go and repeat this trip and visit some of these places. So I know I now know that Glen means valley, which I guess right. you know Glen. It's one of those words Glenn, you encounter. Glen Levitt, Glen and then Farkless is just Farkless is I a think name. the sort of family name. Okay. So, so the Grant family started the Glen Farkless Distillery in 1891. Or nice. So. Yeah. Okay, but, and, and it's we in we have hands since since then. If you're on the website with us, there's some there's this like great old black and white old timey picture of like the guys. That's right. Who made the whiskey? And the sort of child labor hooligans that are <laughs> at the bottom of the picture. Sure. They are. They should be in school. They really should be in school, but they're right. not. Oh, they bought the inside. They bought the stateroom. I, I may be getting this wrong, but w- even though it might just be wrong, I'm just make go it up. With it. It's great. They bought the stateroom from some ship. I don't remember which ship. <gasps> And now that's the main tasting room at Glen Oh, Fargo's. I love that. So you that. sit inside this room and you feel like you're inside a ship. Oh, man. It's really great. That is great. And they will break out all these really, if you do the, the right tasting tour, they will break right. out all these really old whiskeys for you for, that, to have a wee dram. You know, you can see, for example, they've got they've got the, the age range that you can okay, buy. Okay, and I want to talk about this aging Age, thing. Yeah, sure. So I'm looking at these uh, an image on the website yep. of the Glen Farkless... Bottles. So we got 10, 12, 15, 17, 21, 25, 30, and 40. I mean, they seem slightly arbitrary, like pick a year, pick an amount of time. On TV, people will say, like, I'm going to get the 12-year-old scotch, or I'm right. going to get the right. whatever. So this is 12 years. So obviously, that's how long it sits in the cast. That's how long it sits in the cast, And what yes. happens during well, that actually, amount what of it, time? What I, should say, what I should say about that is that 
when when a distillery puts an age statement, which is what that's called, puts a, a, an age statement on a whiskey. That's the youngest whiskey in there. So if they pull from different casks to put in the in the same bottle, nothing is younger than twelve years. So there could be stuff that's actually older than twelve years. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, so that could be part of the magic of how the magic. they put together. Correct. Interesting. Yes. Okay, so so the age question. Yeah. Laid on me. Age ain't nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. It's isn't it the rule is like half plus seven, or Are I'm you, thinking of like the age. Is that for dating? For, oh, that's what I'm thinking. That's for dating. Half right. plus seven. Half no, plus I seven. I have. So twelve year old whiskey. If you're older than uh, nineteen, four, you really shouldn't that's be. Hard math. No, I have another. I have another number thing, which is, you should only try to look ten years younger than you actually are. Okay. Right. So let's say you're 35. Right. Try to look 25. Okay. And if, if you, you try to look 20, it's it's gonna it's kind backfire of gross. on you. So let's say you're 50. Right. Try to look 40. Okay. See, okay. I see. it it works because then you're not reaching too far. It's a thing. It, I'm I working on it. Okay. And, and so whiskeys are like vampires up to a point. You I have know. vampires get stronger as they age. I mean, oh, they wow. get they get better as they age. Right? Yeah. Sure. It's not really like that. It's okay. like, in fact, that metaphor really doesn't hold up at all. Well, does anybody sell young whiskeys? Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Okay, so yes. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a after a point there's a diminishing continued benefit to aging a whiskey. We're adding three L- drops of water. water and quite a number of drops of Glen <laughs> Right. Well, all right. So. After a while, and you you really don't continue to get the benefit of aging a whiskey. Oh, interesting. And so it's not like seventy-five-year-old whiskey is a thing. It's like the world's greatest thing you ever Ooh. tasted. It, it, it might okay. be, but it Maybe. probably is. But you right. don't hear about you don't people no. don't talk about that. No, no. I mean, now if you go, here's the thing about going to Scotland and going on these tours, is that if you go on some of the tasting tours, they've got some just amazing, really old whiskey sitting in the back somewhere. Okay. They don't sell it. They don't bottle it. They've got, you know, like one barrel and they put this big, great big And they dipper. give you a taste. You get a wee dram, yeah. And? Some of them are great. So do you remember, we did this. Merdina did this at, uh, Merdina and I did this a, a year or two ago. Okay. When I tricked everybody into drinking the 12 and the 18. And yeah. I went, and I, nobody knew what the age was. And it was half and half. I asked people which one they liked. And like half the group preferred the 12 and half the group preferred the 18. Because why not, right? Well, this reminds me back to the wine comparison we were making earlier. You, the, you see these videos or, or news stories come up saying, okay, we tested a bunch of people. Maybe it was yeah. regular people. Maybe it was wine experts. Yes. We gave them the $12 bottle of wine, the $30 bottle of wine, and the $80 bottle of wine. Right. And it's like, oh, it, so this is what people I will, like what they, they like. like. What they like. Even sometimes the experts are picking the two-buck chuck. They're saying, this is great. I would drink this. Right. I, I think sometimes if you drink a couple of other bottles before you break into that bottle, you, your opinion of that bottle can go up. But here's That's the thing, true. Here's the thing about whiskey. It actually does get a lot better with age for a while, for a number of years. So I don't think there's any question that if this was aged, this that we're drinking right now is aged four years or five years, yeah. what we're drinking right now is way better. So you're telling me the Glen Farkless 12, yes. this excellent drink really, really we're good, having yeah. right now, really yeah. good. But if this same whiskey, mm-hmm. they let it sit half of it in some barrels for yeah. four more years, yeah. we're going to like it better. Well, we might. 
We might. But we definitely would like it more than if it didn't get the last six years or eight years in the barrel. So okay. if this were doesn't exist, but if there's a Glen Sparkless four, what? you would taste the difference. It would be harsher. Some of the some of the really delightful subtle notes that you're able to taste in this, you just yeah. wouldn't taste them. So I know I'm not the scientist, but what is happening you're over the years? You're more of a scientician. I'm yes, right. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, the the basically um, it's the cask is imparting its chemical properties okay, to the it's to the whiskey. All back to the sherry cask. It's, it's the cask, and also the air. Okay, right? sure. So you're aware of the angel share. Angel who? The angel share. This is one of the. Uh, you that don't sounds know like. The, do you actually know what the angel share? That is? sounds like poetry. The angel, the angels share. Share. The angel share. He just Googled it. So go ahead, well, Google it. The angels share. Right. So the angel share is if you put whiskey in a cask or really any any alcohol in a cask mm-hmm. or probably water too, and you just jam it in a warehouse, some amount of it just oh, disappears. Oh, I year. see what you're. Okay, of course. That's the angel share. So, oh, that's so cute. That's so cute, isn't it? Right? And the angels are, you know, drinking a lot. <laughs> right, What's which, up with the angels? You know, American Whiskey Jesus knows from angel shit. <laughs> that's right. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, it makes things a lot more interesting in the angel uh, break room. <laughs> so so you've got, you're losing Two a little bit of so in liquid. Scotland. Yes. So you're getting stronger. No. N- no. It's just gone. It's just gone. It's just gone. But so but it's that not that you're leaving of, behind. Okay, like you're panning. Okay, if you pan for gold, right? You're swirling. You're swirling. We're and swirling. the sand is coming out, and the gold is staying at the bottom of the pan. No. Okay. Yes. No. Yeah, no. Yes. Yeah. Continue with that gold panning <laughs> metaphor. So at the end, you have just gold. So you're telling me whiskey is not like that. We're not. It's basically, we're like, not swirling out the angel share of just garbage it, it, I don't it, want. It's more like it's more like you've got a box of Oreos. Okay. Or a box? I don't know. What what is that? Yeah, sure. A tray? box. What do, what do Oreos come in? You know, they come in like, yeah, it's all plastic. So a plastic thingy of, of Oreos. Oreos. And if it worked the same way, right? you would, every now, you'd open it up and there'd be one less Oreo in there. I see. Because and like, you're like, God damn it, where did my... co-worker Mandy walked by and ate well, two of your Oreos. In, in her case, it wouldn't be an angel share, but... <laughs> that's for damn some kind sure. Of goblins share. Goblin share. Um, but but especially yeah, especially if idea. there's some of those fancy key lime Oreos. That, that's right. That's right. That we all love so much. All right. So that's that's the angel share. So mm-hmm. if you if you sit there with a cask in you know in Scotland, okay, okay, in fifty years or so, basically all where the gone. angels live. Yes. Rum casks. We just so took a things. big turn. Rum is generally made in warmer climates. Right, I, rum. I'm. We're in the Caribbean now. We went way far. <laughs> we're we're. Snapping. And the angel shares a lot more because it's hot. Oh, oh, of course it's more it's because hot. it's hot. That's right. And humidity so. must be a thing. Oh, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. So I was thinking about a marketing tagline for for the Glen Farkless. People. Okay. Yeah, marketing for Glenn Farkless. You got any ideas? I got one. I don't think they're going to like it, though. <laughs> Lay it on me. Go fark yourself. Classic. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be making its way to any Glenn Farkless TV ads I anytime say soon. we print out some T-shirts <laughs> and see what happens. I, nothing good. <laughs> nothing good. But it's, I mean, you know, the thing about it is, if you want something other than 
the very big names that everybody knows that are for sale in every bar. Glenn Farkless is a excellent, an excellent, excellent Speyside sherried whiskey, and it's not hard to find. Like, so one of the things I'm trying to do. Well, this is what I'm going to yeah, ask. Yeah. Can I just? Can I ask? Can I walk into a bar and be like, give, go, go, go fark <laughs> you, myself? Go fark something. No, seriously. Can I ask for Glenn Farkless? I think that if you went into a bar with a good whiskey list, you have a good chance of, of being okay. able to get one. Okay. But if you have a good liquor store All right, in sure. your town, the chance that it has Glenn Farkless is very, very high. Okay, so this is not an obscure, no. rare... No, any of that, no. but it's also not an everyday. Right. They sell it at Target. This is a. I think that the that they should, but I doubt well, that they do. This we're gonna. Is a way but side note. Yes. I think we're gonna have to take the podcast on the road at some point. Sure. Do a little shopping. I'm ready. Because I, I, you know, seriously, I'm shopping at Target for my paper towels and whatnot, right. and they do sell some quantity of whiskey. You know, like why those whiskeys? Why are those? The Target whiskeys. Why are they right? the Target whiskeys? Yeah. The Russians probably. <laughs> Damn That's Russians. What I'm thinking. It's the but Russians. that could be a whole that could be a whole subject. It could be. And and uh, and we'll get to that. Your big ubiquitous whiskeys. So this is but but back to the back to Glenn Farkless. Yeah. This yes. is sort of uh not crazy obscure, but also But you can not... get it. So one of the things mm. that I think is very important for us, Merdina, is that yeah. we're talking about with so if if I by virtue, by the powers vested in me, mm-hmm. got expensive or otherwise unavailable whiskeys and we were talking about it, people couldn't drink with us, could they? Sure. The whole idea is that they're drinking along with us at this moment. I was watching a TV show. I don't remember what it was. doesn't matter. It was uh, It was probably SWAT. And somebody opened up their desk drawer to pull out their Pappy Van Winkle. Sure. And it was like, oh, I'm drinking my Pappy Van Winkle because whatever. And I immediately felt annoyed. Because I know that's like a prohibitively expensive sure. whiskey. Maybe right. it's great. Maybe it's not. But it just bugged me. Because it bugged you because you thought it's like the only whiskey that the writer of the show knew. So, or like trying to understand the twisted mind of Merdina Flumery. Yeah, it's very difficult. It because but it's quote unquote know. expensive, exclusive. It means something. It's. You don't want to share it. There, there's so many things about it that kind of bother me. Yeah. Now, mind you, if you poured me a glass, I'd drink it. But the point is, if you poured me a glass of anything, I would drink it. That's so true. So I like the idea of something that's shareable, attainable. Yeah. I mean, I'm, can we talk price range? Sure. I think that in, a, in the United States, a bottle of Glenn Farkless is, uh, 12 is like 50 to $60, depending okay. on where you are. And I mean, for a normal person, that could last. I mean, frankly, it yeah. could last years. Well, yeah, but I mean, let, let's say you even you you had a dram every you know once two, in a while, a couple times a week. It would last you for the better part of six months. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a bottle of wine where no. you buy it and you you're pretty much drinking yeah, yeah. it. That is a very important point. That's really yeah. That's a very important point that you're making, because when you buy a bottle of wine and you think of it being fifty dollars, that's an expensive bottle of wine. Yes, but. You, you know, you're either going to drink it all in one go, because it's like four glasses, right? And, yeah. And I know for you, that's like one sitting. Well. Bo- or, and or, you're, you know, you're, gonna, you're going to drink some of it, put it over, you know, on the cor- in the corner and put the little stopper in there. It doesn't really help. Don't get you know, me started. Within on... a day, it's, it's t- terrible anyway. I'm telling you, I have a, I know we keep talking about wine, but I, I think it's partially because a lot of my alcohol journey 
right. touches on wine as it does for a lot of us. Right, sure. Because, you know, I like wine. I like wine. And I've drunk my share of wine. That's true. As, as Whiskey Jesus knows. But um, where were, what were we talking about? You were about? talking about wasting wine because... <laughs> he's, he's poured me a fourth glass in the meantime. We, we, we've, we've, we've done about a month's worth of this based on the <laughs> thing. So the point I think you were going to make is that if... If you, when you drink wine, yeah. you waste a lot of it. Oh! Because you go through gadgetry and, and other tricks to try to save it. It's not even that I mind spending a little more on a really beautiful bottle of wine. It, but if you're with a few people and you're going to finish that wine, right. great. great. But if you're just by yourself or you're with your partner and maybe you don't finish it that night and then you want to save it for the next night, it's really Good freaking luck. almost impossible to keep wine nice. Right. It's just, it is never going to be as good no, almost, as that first hour after you opened it. Right. I almost bought you a Coravan for Christmas. I don't even, The little that? thing where you put the needle down through the thing. I am super interested in that. All right, so I, we that, have the vacuum, we have the vacuum system. You, you shove it on yeah, and you not, pump the air out. It buys you a day or two, but right. that wine is never going to taste as good. Seen. Now, with whiskey, though... It basically doesn't change. You can count on Forever. whiskey. That's right. You can put it away. You can ignore it for months, for years, and it will be there for you. Right. It, it's true. It's mm. true. It, mm. There's some kind of that's just relationship that's, metaphor in there. That's think, poetry but right I, there. I don't know what, what it is. Yeah, so that's the good thing about Glenn Farkless in, is that it is... Oh, I, oh I, I, I know you're going to like this. Yeah. Glenn Farkless is a way to make yourself feel superior oh. to people who drink Macallan and Glenlivet. I enjoy feeling I superior. I know. So people say, oh, I'll have Macallan. <laughs> You're like, you know. Actually. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually. <laughs> that is the best way to start a sentence. It really is. Actually. Really, actually. So that's where I think Glenn Farkless really plays a major role. Oh my God, yeah. I am so ready for this. So the next time I'm out. Unfortunately, it'll probably be with me. With, so you can't with, really play with that whiskey card Jesus. with me. Mm. But, um, but with someone else. So you can feel just a little superior because and a little the in the know. Yeah, they will not know about Glenn Farkless. If, so, if you're in a bar with somebody and they order McAllen, I give it a 96. 6.2% chance that they have never heard of Glenn Farkless. You can take that number to the bank. 96.2. They uh, have not heard of Glenn Farkless. Right. And you can say, well. But we have. But we have. That's right. That's right. Mm. And or, I'm not saying McCallum's not good. It's very good. No, McCallum's very great. Good. In fact, and the other whatever one, fine product the McCallum people would like to send us, we will drink. I mean, I'm going to drink it. And it, and it's they do good work. I think I would come back for another sherried scotch podcast. Oh, there'll be more sherry. Right. So drink with me, one bottle, one podcast. I think that might be more than we can probably handle, but we'll we'll try. I mean, we're we're making our way through this one, but uh, we're doing okay. I hope that you out there are still um, upright. <laughs> um, but you should be continuing to drink as you do this. I think this is best done. What do you think is the best way? And maybe we'll wrap it up on this note. Yeah. And some other nonsense at the end. Sure. But if you were to give advice to mm-hmm. the uh, to the listener, I think it might be great to at least have an, a, a partner, you know, next to you. Maybe even a little, you know, party, a little coterie, a coven of friends. There's a or do you lot, think it's like a solitary? There's activity? a lot of ways to enjoy whiskey. I mean, 
if you can enjoy it with friends, great. If you can have your special someone with you drinking, that's fantastic. It's okay. Random stranger? I don't want this to sound the wrong way. It's it's okay to drink alone, question mark. I mean, I'm just saying, if it's been a long no, day... It's, it's fine. And you're going to have a little drink at the end of the day. Because you know what it's like? It's like the Grant family is there with you. I mean, you can listen to case. American Whiskey Jesus. That's right tell you about his drinking experience. You could enjoy it along with him and whoever well, his guest I, may be. I think Merdina Flummery. We, we ought to make a... Fan favorite. We ought to make a, uh, a recording of Merdina just saying things at random <laughs> intervals like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, he's already tried to replace me with a robot. Don't of let you, him... Of yourself. Don't let him replace me with the Merdina <sighs> robot. Merdina bot 2000. Damn it. The Merdina bot 2000 is already AI 18 years out of date. fucking taking over <laughs> the podcast space. Don't let it happen, I think that people. I think that the best way to listen to Drink With Me is to get... It's like a board game. You need one to four players. Sure. More than four, no. No. It's too much. But if you've got a friend-ish, a friend-like a friendly person, person. Yeah. co-worker, mm-hmm. I don't know. Random stranger who wants whiskey. You buy the bottle, yep. you get ready, you listen to the podcast, you drink, you enjoy, you Google when we tell you to Google, yep. you drink when we tell you to drink. It's time to drink, friends. Drink up. Oh, by the way, one of the things, that, okay, now we're on to the finishing nonsense. Nonsense. Finishing nonsense, okay? Okay. I think that this whiskey would be something that people who don't drink whiskey, it's a good way to get into whiskey. Because it's a little sweet. It's It doesn't have any peat, which we'll talk about peat on, on another show. Mm-hmm. It's not smoky, is, is main, mainly the upshot of that. And, and it's not overly, because it's 12 years age, it's not overly harsh on the palate with the alcohol. Right. You're going to have to talk about this because yeah. this, I, I realize we're just figuring it out mm-hmm. here. But I think there w- there are people who are new to whiskey, right. curious about whiskey, right. and they want a little bit of direction. They want to feel like they can enjoy some whiskey with yep. Whiskey Jesus yep. and get a little bit of help. Yep. And so you're saying Glenn Farkless, not a bad place to start. Not a bad place to start I, at all. I think I, a lot of I people a lot of people are going to like this right off the bat. I know I do. Uh, right off the bat and um, And they like it five-ish. Five-ish? Glasses later. What, okay, we're not doing tasting notes and we're not doing points, but what are we going to do, Merdina? We we have to give some kind of like uh, closing commentary on the whiskey that we're drinking. And so could it be, it's like funny or die, but it's not that, obviously. It, you know, what I'm saying is it's we need some form of evaluation system. Do you have oh, any ideas? Oh, God, I hadn't even thought about that. I think we'll have to punt that till next time because I can't think of anything. I mean, it's just... We should just, think of this before we're like well into this bottle. I mean, I say just drink it. Just drink it. And if you like it, great. And if you don't, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's not super helpful. But I love the spirit of that. And that is enough. That's good enough for me. I think we better wrap up there. All right, then. Okay. Well, you've been drinking Glenn Farkless 12-year with American Whiskey Jesus and Merdina Flummery. Thank you for having me, Whiskey Jesus. This was fantastic. It it really was. Thanks, everybody. 
Happy whiskey drinking. All right, one final toast and then drink with us, friends. Bye, everybody. But others take delight in the gambling and the smoking. But I take delight in the juice of the barley. And caught in pretty Jenny in the morning, bright and early. For sharing dum-a-doo-dum-a-da. What for the daddy-o? What for the daddy-o? There's whiskey in the jar. Mushering dum-a-doo-dum-a-da. What for the daddy-o? What for the daddy-o? There's whiskey in the jar.